Hi, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of That Damn Indian Show. I have some very special guests with me today from the from the uh, Oahu International Count Tribal Council. I have some very special folks. Uh, Lisa, why don't you get us started? Mahalo, Kelly, for having us. Um, it's actually Oahu Intertribal Council, but we oh. love the idea of international. We, we, don't, we don't mind that little extra bling put on there. <laughs> but um, my name is Lisa Leilani Yukiko Imutraha Ka'ano'i. I am the president of the Oahu Intertribal Council, and I'm actually Alaskan Native and Native Hawaiian. Um, my tribe originates from Sibukok, which is otherwise known as St. Lawrence Island, Sibukok uh, Yupik. Um, so that is me, and I will turn it over to May. Oh, hi, everyone. My name is, uh, my Hawaiian name is May Ali'i Prieto, but everybody calls me May. Uh, and I'm the former president of the Oahu Intertribal Council. And uh, currently I'm just, uh, well, I still do a lot, but um, one of the grant writers or the grant writer for the organization and, uh, you know, chip in wherever else or when, whenever I can uh, for the council. Uh, and I am, I, I'm also Native Hawaiian and uh, my family's tribe is from Red Rock, Oklahoma, where Oto, Missouri. Um, and that's me. There's some great people up there in Red Rock. I was just there last week, so oh, yay. welcome. Yes, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> Hi, my name is Lois Simos. I am the chairwoman of the Powwow uh, Committee, and uh, I am Meskwaki from Tama, Iowa. I was born there, but I was not raised there. I was raised here in Hawaii. Um, I've been involved with the POWO for maybe 36 years now, but I haven't been, you know, the captain of it, just I've been in the background. So now this is, a, a, we're moving, I'm moving up. So it's, and I, I am retired. So I, I like to bead and I like to sew and, you know, have do presentations around the island with the, the dancers. Good, good. Um, my name is Tom Lynch, formerly, uh, my legal name is Thomas, I prefer Tom. Um, born and raised in Detroit. Uh, my wife convinced me to move here in 1985 and we did so. I'm a retired pharmacist, spent 50 years of my career. I have no native uh, heritage at all. Um, we discovered a few years ago that my wife had a great grandmother who was Native American. And because um, ancestry is difficult to, to track at that point from down south, we were still at some difficulty getting some absolute, but anyway, <clears throat> she got interested in the powwow group and um, after a few years I joined as well. <clears throat> and Welcome enjoyed, everybody. You, okay. I enjoyed using a computer so I got involved with some of the electronics. 
Yeah, I heard I heard you're the you're the tech guru of the group. So yeah, you're you got you got the most important job of, of making sure everybody everybody's connected. So uh, welcome everyone and thank you so much for taking the time to, to visit with me today. And I am gonna apologize right up front if I'm butchering your beautiful language and your beautiful names. Um I I know that I'm native, but I'm still from southwest Oklahoma. So <laughs> um thank you again so much. So let's talk about uh, the uh, the powwow and and about how what the goals are for this organization for this beautiful event lisa well we're actually super excited for the last two years because of the pandemic um we haven't been able to have one and actually last year we were planning full speed ahead for one but i think right around july because the cases were spiking we had to make the really, really tough decision of um, canceling things when things were already in motion. So, you know, it really broke our hearts and we know it broke the hearts of those that were planning on coming, but we also knew, you know, we wanted to be safe. Um, so we're super, super excited this year that we're able to go back into it and we really wanna um, have fun and, you know, get people to come and just enjoy. Um, we haven't seen, you know, some of us haven't seen each other in a while, so it's going to be really exciting. Let's talk about your head staff and how you as an organization get together to to bring your head staff over, because I noticed that you do have some, some folks from California and from different uh, places on the mainland. I love that, the mainland. And uh, so so how do y'all get organized? Does it, does it take the whole year? To, to basically kind of get to this point? I'll turn that over to Mayor Loa. I think I'll let Loa take this one because I think the, the people that we got lined up this year um, are like relatives and friends of Loa. So we kind of depend on Loa to get uh, a lot of our head staff because she's she dances a lot. You know, she's out in the community, she travels. So she meets with her family and friends and gets connected to a lot of the head staff people that we have coming out every year. So um, Loa, I'm gonna turn this over to you. I don't want it. <laughs> um, You're good at it. I get my head staff through people that I do know, um, especially right now, you know, we have to, we're starting up again. And so uh, we do a little fundraising and, and invite them. And what I like to do is, when I have like the drummers or a head man or a head woman, I like them to be able to do other, other presentations and not just only power, that's it. So leading up to our power, we have presentations that let people know out there that we are having a power. And this is where the drummers and the head staff come in and they perform and they talk about themselves. And um, <clears throat> uh, the wild horse, our host drum, I've known for many, many years, many years, and I've even attended their powwow in California um, a few times. We actually went as a committee one year, which was really, really nice. Um, they also do a lot of support for us. Um, so that's wild horse. I've got um, the Phoenix Boys as a guest drum. And I've known them for since they were kids. And now they've all grown up. Now they have their own drum. And um, I just decided, well, I'm gonna you know, have them come over 
I've, I've always wanted them to come over, you know, but not is there good reason. So they're busy right now uh, doing power trail. And um, uh, let's see. Oh, the head man, Darren Henson. I, I met him a few times and uh, he, he uh, is a retired Air Force. And um, of course, I, I, I really look into things like that, that um, what they do. Um, uh, you know, and it's really important to understand too, like, are there a lot of restrictions traveling to Hawaii or are there certain preparations that your dancers and certain precautions your your dancers and your participants have to deal with before they get on their flight to, to go to your event? No, no. Um, I've had questions of how do we bring our feathers? You can either pack your feathers inside of the your suitcase, check-in suitcase, or you can carry them. And I've I've I travel with feathers all the time, and I've had no no problems. And so that's that's a good thing. You know, you can travel. <clears throat> um, so, headwoman Virginia. Virginia's from here. Uh, well, she was she was uh, raised in uh, Washington, but she had recently moved here. Um, she's. Uh, I can even read that. Colville, yeah. Virginia also does a lot of presentations with us here. Uh, she has her family here. And uh, it was e sometimes it's easier to get the uh, head staff here on island because of the costs. So it, it helped that she was, she was here, not that we're saying that, you know, we only pick people from the island, you know. Um, Randy Medicine Bear, we met him through other through another powwow and he's the arena director and i understand that he is a arena director for a gathering too he's he travels a lot and does other powwows and and he's got family here so that was a that's a good another good connection that we have <clears throat> dan and namkin our mc dan is from washington and he i met him a few years ago um on the Big Island doing the Mauna Kea. And he was, he's really involved with that. And uh, I like him. He's a storyteller, dancer, singer. And again, I like to um, have him for presentations before leading up to the powwow. Um, let's see. Okay. Anything else? Oh, I was going to say, say, did um, now let's talk about your your event, the event itself. Uh, the last time I visited with, with folks from your organization, do y'all have? Um, are y'all set up in in your venue? Like, is what can what can dancers and and participants and hopefully hopefully, uh, you know, uh, our tribal citizens expect when they go to to Oahu to to participate in this event. Me. 
Oh, me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, should have been more, I should have been more specific. I thought somebody was just going to jump right in. Yeah, uh, May, why don't you, why don't you go ahead and, and tell us a little bit about how this, how the logistics have changed over the, over the past few years from, especially since this is kind of the first event out of COVID, what's going to be different from previous years of, of how people got there and how the event went and the logistics of that to how, how it's, how it's changed a little bit this year so so we've been around the powwow has been around for this is going to be our 46th year having a powwow so uh, uh, in previous years we've been at the city and county parks uh, downtown Honolulu uh, Thomas Square Park so we were there for many years and when the park decided to renovate the uh, park we moved to the uh, beach so we were right on the beach at Ala Moana so that was a lot of fun um, our guests and people that came from the, uh, the continent uh, enjoyed being you know dancing near the water next to the ocean so that was kind of fun uh, and then of course that's when COVID hit so you know that threw everything um, you know, in a different way. So when we uh, realized we could start our powwow up again, you know, we were looking at different places. Um, and actually a friend from uh, one of the outer islands on Kauai uh, invited us to collaborate with him. He was doing a project at the Bishop Museum. And he said, hey, why don't you guys come up to the museum and partner with the Bishop Museum and work together and uh, bring everybody to, you know, this new venue. So, you know, of course, the museum was excited to have us and we thought, you know, this is the first time, let's try something different, you know, coming out of COVID. And so Bishop Museum was really excited to have us um, you know, on board. And what we like about this venue is, um, you know, it's going to introduce the community and our guests to Native Hawaiian culture, which is the museum. They have a lot of exhibits and a lot of different uh, activities you can participate uh, when you're at the museum. And what we really like um, is that our guests will be able to, for one low price, you know, be able to um, take in the whole campus of the Bishop Museum, you know, visit all the exhibits and attend the powwow at the same time. So uh, we kind of think it's a good deal. Uh, and this actually is the first time that we will have to uh, charge an admission uh, to our powwow so this is kind of new to us you know we've always our power has always been free um and so guests never really had to pay so we'll see how it goes you know see how our relationship develops with the museum um but you know we're also working on connecting with different community organizations who uh cater to different hawaiian activities like the polynesian culture center uh we have uh, a member who has a uh, um, a big va'a, which is a canoe, and he will take our guests out on the water, take them around, you know, Waikiki and that kind of stuff. Um, what else do we do, guys? We, um, you know, try to hook them up with, um, like Loa was saying, we take uh, our visitors and guests to different presentations. So we go out to the different malls and we go out to the schools and we do, uh, you know, different uh, dances and, and Everybody will sing and dance for the kids. So we get people out that way. Um, but we also, you know, have at our information booth, we'll have information where um, 
our guests can go out to visit the island, you know, different sites that they, they can go visit, different places to go eat, because everybody wants to know where can we go eat, um, you know, so those kinds of things. And um, we're also trying to let people know, uh, you know, to help keep your costs down to, uh, we have a great uh, city bus system, so you can get around on the city bus, uh, which is pretty easy, uh, you know, and also to utilize Uber and Lyft, you know, some of those car services. Um, and there are hotels that are like two miles away from the powwow ground, uh, but of course, those are the airport hotels. Um, we are uh, partnering with, um, our host hotel is the Holiday Inn Waikiki Express, uh, which is in Waikiki. So for some people who might want that kind of vibe, you know, it's to hang out in Waikiki and see all the great tourist spots, you know, some people like to do that. Um, and we also have our head staff staying at Camp Palehua, which is on the top of a mountain. And you can see like half the island when you're up there. So, um, and, and that's open to the public too, if they want to, you know, do the camping thing while they're here at the powwow. Um, so I don't know if there's anything else anybody wants to contribute, Lisa or Loa? Talk about fry bread. You want me to talk about fry bread? I can talk about fry bread all day. <laughs> I can talk about fry bread all day. It's delicious. <laughs> it's not very nutritious. <laughs> and you know, you eat too much of it, it gets it gets stuck right in the middle, but and it will take you let you take a great nap though. <laughs> You know, yes. hey, how about this? Well, the Institute for Native Arts and Media will do a culture exchange next year and we'll come out there and we'll make y'all fry bread. Oh, and we'll, we'll, we'll bring y'all some uh, some culture from from Oklahoma. Nice. And, and, but I love that. I love that y'all y'all are open to to make sure that the presentations happen for your communities. Um, I think really partnering with the museum, that's huge to to really make that awareness that's something that we have issues with is even here in Oklahoma and in Indian country you know that there's still a lack of awareness of our culture of our traditions of of how we really operate our languages where they come from what they mean and so um i i always think it's a great thing when when organizations like yours partner to with, with with these um with these you know universities and museums to make sure that that people understand that we're still here as indians we're not just some some you know prop in a movie right um yeah so do you want to um want to talk about our fry bread booth oh my god tell me about your fry bread <laughs> do y'all have a contest can I be a judge? So so do y'all do y'all have a contest though, or do y'all just have a do y'all just have a stand or tell me about the concessions that I can I can find at the at the Oahu Intertribal Powwow. Maybe just a note about our venue. Um the the uh, museum has a giant lawn uh, in the middle of all of the buildings. Uh, most of the buildings are dedicated to uh, history of local Hawaiians. And in the center of all of these buildings is, is something called the Great Lawn. And that's where we'll be putting up our uh, giant tent 
and having our fry bread booth. Um, hopefully we'll be getting on it and uh, have enough prepared ahead of time that we'll be able to cook quickly. Uh, we discovered in past that uh, if we can get some uh, dough ready ahead of time and maybe even uh, prepare some fry breads uncooked ahead of time that we can keep, keep everybody happy and the lines won't be quite as long. But we have a number of uh, people who have already uh, organized and come as to come as vendors. So we have uh, a number of people who are interested in uh, different aspects of our culture here. Um, some of the uh, nonprofits have decided to come and uh, make a presentation. They'll have separate areas. We have a gentleman who does something called shave ice. Um, on the mainland, you call it a snow cone, but ours is quite different. Um, it's prepared differently than snow cones and comes with sometimes different, uh, uh, different uh, ingredients that you can get shave ice with uh, ice cream or azuki beans, uh, a sweet concoction that you put in. Uh, in the bowl before you put the shave ice on. And as you dig through the shave ice with different flavors, and um, there's always a choice of many different flavors. That, that's always a big deal here. Uh, and then the shave ice, then the uh, fry bread booth um, will have drinks and other offerings as well to keep everyone happy. Uh, the, some of the vendors that we have will be bringing um, native Hawaiian uh, made products, uh, some that they've created. Uh, some of them are very intricate and very, very interesting. And then, then we usually have a group, uh, a place for uh, the elders in a separate, separate area. So elders are very respected in this culture. And we try to have a separate offering for them. So it, it's usually kind of exciting. We have um, a different place to put on our powwow this year. So it's going to be a learning experience for us as well. I think we can use our past organizing skills to make this work, even though it's a different place, because uh, we were using public parks in the past, and this is now uh, state-owned property that is controlled by the museum. Uh, it's a very interesting place, and it, it's worthy of two or three days' visit to see everything in detail besides our powwow so we're looking forward to it yes indeed and um let's talk about um accommodations for dancers at the venue um if if someone were to because i mean how does do they get ready before or will there be kind of like restrooms or like a, a staging area for for dancers to get ready at the venue if you know that way uh, yes, the, the dancers will have a changing room for, you know, even with the restrooms are, are larger, but that's where they, they can change. <clears throat> and then you said camping. I mean, I, I imagine camping in Hawaii is absolutely amazing. And so are there a lot, are there a lot of people who come there, like from the mainland and from, from, from here to the, to go and, and camp that way? Or do they have a guide or do you need to arrange for a guide or, or how, how would somebody do something like that if they wanted to camp 
um, like like very traditional like that? Well, it's actually best if they go to um, uh, some of the state-run um, uh, campsites because um, other places you'd have to get a permit, you know, and it could take a while to get a permit. So if you go to a, a campsite that's already set up and organized, ready to go, you just, uh, you know, it's kind of like making a hotel reservation. You call the campsite and give them their your dates that you want to come out. So that's the best way to go. Um, and uh, the campsite that we got for some of our head staff this year, um, we uh, enjoy working with them. And like I said, it's on the top of the mountain and you have a great view of the, you know, half the island. Um, you know, you can, there's a little swimming pool there. You can, you know, campfire, you know, like a typical campfire, they will serve food, you know, but that's all little extra things that you have to add to your, to your, you know, when you make your reservation. So we encourage people to call soon because we know, uh, you know, they're starting to book up. Um, so call as soon as you can. We'll have those, some of those are up on our website. Um, and we, if you need more information, just email us and we'll be happy to send you some of that information. And that we're talking about the 46th annual Honolulu Intertribal Powwow. I finally got it right. Look at me. Um, <laughs> that's going to be September 10th and 11th. And that's going to be at the Bishop Museum. Now, if you want more information, you can visit, um, I'm going to spell this, OICHawaii.org. O-I-C, that's Oahu Intertribal Council, hawaii.org. And um, they've got a lot of information there. You can go to their website. And um, if you have any, if, any questions, please feel free to email them. They'll get you all the information that you need. I'm telling you folks, if you get a chance to go to this event, go. It's Hawaii itself. It's beautiful, but um, they're going to have a lot of education. Yes, indeed. They're going to have a lot of um, different events for education. Learn a lot about the Hawaiian culture and, and native and the way that uh, native Hawaiians do it. It's, it's amazing how, how different we are, but how very, very much the same that, that Indians are across the world and so um real quick as 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 we uh come to the close of our interview lisa um let's talk a little bit about um for for next year's event because i know the planning never stops and so we encourage people to come this year but how about for next year if people are going to start trying to make their e arrangements sooner is there um is there a, a place that that they should start first or should they start with a travel agent or or how should how should folks start to, to start planning their trip to come over there well we do have our dates scheduled for next year and it will be at the bishop museum again um so you can definitely save the date on your calendar and um, we do because we're still trying to recover from the cost of canceling last year's powwow we kept it kind of simple this year so we're hoping um, this upcoming year will give us time to fundraise and to invite more groups next year um, so we kind of already have in the back of our minds folks that we want to come um, to perform and do some ex exhibits or whatever but um may as far as hotels and planning ahead for next year for travel what would you suggest um yeah, so we probably will partner with some of the same people that we've been working with over the years. Um, you know, they uh, 
they give us the best rates and uh, they're really easy to work with. So that kind of stuff may be uh, the same people we're working with. Um, uh, but it's always good to, you know, book your flights early, uh, look for those really good rates to come out to Hawaii. Sometimes there's really good deals, depending where you're coming from, you know, the West Coast usually has the, the best deals. Um, but, you know, plan early and save. That's what we tell our family, you know, our relatives on the continent, you know, you just got to save those, your money and uh, look for those good rates. And, uh, you know, as soon as we get more confirmed with the, um, our lodging and you know those kinds of things we'll get those up on the website yeah so it looks like next year's dates are september 9th and 10th so just we'll keep everyone posted on our socials and email and stuff um, as we plan Yes, indeed, folks. So make sure that you follow them on social media. Um, and if you have any questions, you can always go to their website. That's OICHawaii.org. And this year, September 10th and 11th, you still have time to get some good rates and to, to book your flights to get to Hawaii this year. But if you're like us and you want to plan for next year, make sure that you do and make sure that you keep up with, um, with this, these folks because they've got some really great things planned for this year. I'm so so excited for y'all that y'all get to come back after these two crazy years of COVID. And uh, I'm, I'm really thankful that y'all get this opportunity to celebrate your culture and to celebrate your, uh, your native Hawaiian ways. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you. Mahalo, Kelly. Thank you so much, everyone. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of That Day Minden Show. Don't forget, if you've missed this conversation or any of our past episodes, you can catch up with those wherever you get your podcast. Mahalo to the folks at the Oahu Inter-Tribal Council. Yay! Yay. <laughs> and don't forget, make sure you make your arrangements to get out there and visit them September 10th and 11th at the Bishop Museum. It's going to be a hoot and a holler, so make your arrangements today. I'm Kelly Lewis with That Day Minute Show and Talk Jive Radio. We sure do appreciate your time today. Have a great day, everyone. Aloha. Aloha. <laughs>